Welcome to Haunts Up and yes we are back to familiar Haunts Up territory this week. We've reached out to musicians who we want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's our goal for 2021 nothing else. <laughs> like all of us Nervosa had to deal with the new normal in 2020. The band refreshed its lineup with new members, wrote out a bunch of songs, came together in Spain to record those songs and all of that effort results in perpetual chaos. No, that's not the state of the band. That's <laughs> just the name of their fourth album. And today we are talking to bassist and new member Mia Wallace about all that and more. You may remember Mia from Abbott and Triumph of Death. Yes, this is a no holds barred conversation with the feisty fun Italian. Here we fucking go. And now all the way from Italy is Mia Wallace. ace bassist songwriter musician teacher and someone who will be vaccinated sometime in may <laughs> are you looking forward to that fateful day i i i'm waiting i don't know i have no idea <laughs> okay you must also be looking forward to the release of nervosa's new album the band's yeah. but your first perpetual chaos yes yes absolutely So when we were thinking about this what gives you more anxiety or happiness the album release or the vaccination <laughs> good question uh i'm quite uh okay with the album release because i know that it will be amazing so Uh, actually I am a bit more anxious about the vaccination <laughs> because I don't know exactly what uh, what will happen with this vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, cool. So, uh let's talk about you for a bit before we wind up talking about Nervosa. Yes. Uh reading your interviews and the press, uh would I be right in saying that the last year has been quite a whirlwind of a year for you? I mean December 2019 you had surgery I'm guessing right in your right arm Yeah uh, it was, yeah yeah last January Yeah last January and February we got to know the very weird circumstances of your time in Abbott then the yeah. pandemic hits Italy and boy does it hit Italy uh, <laughs> Here you are in January 2021 with Nervosa Yes how has the last year really been for you Last year uh, has yeah. been really difficult for me I have to be honest uh because I went through I think the most difficult uh period of my life and this was not because of habit uh this this all came from December 2019 when Uh, a bad moment and happened to me if i can say happened uh occurred in my life during my my career sl- very short with triumph of that a mm. band that i'm really i'm really happy i'm not i'm not in anymore mm-hmm. and because uh that's how everything uh if i can say can i use harsh language Yes, of course. That's that's when all the sh- uh, <laughs> shit storm started. So everything came out like an avalanche. So actually, uh I'm looking I'm looking at my life and seems like um when I when I cut out all the contact with uh, with this 
part of my life, everything went for the, for the good because uh, as soon as I cut out every contact with this uh, band, and when I'm talking about the band, I'm not talking about all the members because in this band, Triumph of Death is playing okay. actually my, my best friend, yeah. that is the drummer. The yeah. drummer is my best friend, so uh, I will not say any kind of name, sure. but okay. Uh, actually, everything went for the good, uh, and I, I uh, bonded again with Abbott, for example. We, we come back to be very good friends, and we are talking daily, like we, we, we always did, and everything now is is i'm looking at my life and now it's all is right all is positive and i started a new life again and then okay, of awesome. course nervosa nervosa really really um oh i have to say that probably nervosa is start started my new life that's fantastic my new fantastic. nervosa yeah all right. So, you know, since you brought up Nervosa, let's talk about the band. I mean, what was your first reaction when you got the email from Rika? I mean, <laughs> were you expecting it at all? And no. <laughs> like maybe not Nervosa itself, but any such opportunity itself were you looking at? Mm, I, I was, I remember uh, I was in lockdown when the email from Prika Moral came and I was, of course, in, in a deep depression because all the things that happened to me. And when I saw, of course, I, I was aware that uh, Nervosa split up because I always looked for this band. I always thought that the, this band was really kick-ass, kicking asses. And I was really sad about it. And I was like, this band cannot die like this. So I was you know like who knows what will happen to this band and then out of the blue i found out this email and it was precameral asking me to have an audition uh, for nervosa and i was like wow okay i started to jump like crazy <laughs> in my house like yeah so yes Prika asked me to do kill the silence that yeah. is uh, it's a very good uh, song and i was like well i will i will do my best because I come from, you know, a black metal style. So I mm -hmm. really hope that mm -hmm. my style will fit with a trash metal uh, style that Nervosa have. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Prika was really play as you, as you wish, you know, play uh, in your style and let's see what will happen. So I played it, I played Kill the Silence and she said, that's exactly what I was searching for. Your style is, is perfect for Nervosa and for what I, I am looking for. So <laughs> I was really jumping for happiness. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So, so what, take us to the moments after that email. I mean, of course, before all of you came together uh, to record the album, I'm sure like, you know, we're living in an age full of Zoom calls and Skype calls. So how many were there like, oh, we're all kind of old school with text messaging and email uh, in there? And of course, how many hours did it take to practice and nail all the parts? Well, um, the thing is that Prika is really unstoppable. 
So mm -hmm. she had many songs almost ready uh, for the new album. And of course, she sent us uh, the songs and some of the songs were raw songs, you know, like her playing the riff and really basic uh, drums on, on it. And uh, we, we tried to build up our, our, in my case, my bass lines. And we were exchanging these files using, uh, I don't know, we transfer uh, Google Drive, whatever was available, we use it. So um, Prika is really open-minded. So she was uh, listening to what we, are do we were doing and she was really um, fine with our ideas and she didn't put a limit, you know. That's why I think the new album sounds so dif not so different because you can hear is still Nervosa, but you can hear there are many influences on it because Prika uh, has been really uh, intelligent not to put uh, too many limits to to us because we all came from different different styles and different ambience of metal so she was aware of this and she she managed to to mix everything in a perfect way i think all right now you know given that all of you are based in different parts of the world i guess you know uh, the way the uh, record uh, was written, that pretty much is the modus operandi for the future of music uh, from Nervosa as well, right? Or yeah. do you think that, you know, writing music together, you know, jamming or on tour will change the sound to a certain degree? Uh, uh, that's a good question because um, we discovered when we were in Malaga recording together we mm -hmm. discovered that uh, because we also did some kind of rehearsals after Malaga, we met here in Italy, in Milano, in a rehearsal room. We discovered that uh, honestly, seems like we always played together from years. Actually, there was not, not there was not a single moment when we were like, mm, what she is going to do, or what 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 the the drummer is is going. To, to do I don't I don't know you know mm -hmm. seems like we, we always play together so it's half and half uh, we can do our best both uh, listening to the um, the songs uh, in a in a file and also we, we can build something together so we are really adapting to the the situation actually we are Nervosa 2.0. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I must say, you mentioned Malaga, the documentary about rec recording and producing the album. Oh my God, it's such so engaging to watch. Yeah. I must ask you this. All of you met physically for the first time at the airport. Uh, right? Yes, yeah? yes. Did, yes. You, did your first impressions match your expectations? Because I'm sure... After after conversing with everyone on Skype or email or whatever, yeah, it's different. <laughs> Physically, oh my person. god, yeah. all exactly. of you like long lost sisters or something of that sort. Uh, I mean, for twenty five years, I always played with uh, played with guys, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's there's some kind of uh, boundaries when uh, you are playing always with guys. There, there's always this macho. 
uh, mood. And I, I mean, I was not expecting this because it's the first time that I played with so so many girls. So uh, I was really, mm, I was like, I don't know how we, I will react because I'm always a little bit, you know, cold. And when I came down from the, the airplane and I met first Prika, you know, it was so natural. We hugged like, yeah, and that's the same thing that happened with Eleni and, and Diva. Everything happened in a really natural way, you know, uh, there, there were no expectations. And uh, when what happened naturally, I was really happy and everybody was happy to meet each other and uh, you know the hug hugs were you know automatic you know automatic we 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 immediately felt like we were we were born to do it so okay so there you were uh, holed up in one cozy ass house with three musicians a fantastic producer yeah uh, the documentary showed us all this cool happy shit personally I've never seen this much dancing in a recording studio. <laughs> so here's the question. Was it all as easy and positive as it looked? Yes. Yeah. Why do you think that was? What? Why do you think that was? Why do you think it came so easily or it was so comfortable? Uh, I think because uh, we are all similar in, in a way. In many, in many ways, we are similar. And we all came from not not really easy uh, background in our childhood. So um, I think we, we, we found, you know, like we were like sisters and we were sharing uh, something that was really positive for our lives in, a, in, in different ways. So we really found uh, a really a good shoulder uh, in in uh, in this in this situation that was really harmonic and so this is my explanation i mean there's there's nothing that like mm, harsh moments or things like that because there's no ego problems in this band nobody wants to prevail on someone else we are really harmonic you know nobody is is um alpha or beta girls <laughs> you know that's so awesome because like it it just goes to show that sometimes you just bring the right people together mm. and it'll just mm. click and i think that's what's happened with the wosa 2.0 i think so too and it's not easy uh i have not to say to you because probably you know better than me that when four girls met together there's always <laughs> something that goes not good but in this case it's it's it, it it came out really great i was not expecting this really a minute okay all right so you know one thing that i was really uh, surprised to see or happy also to see was the album features a guest appearance from shmir from destruction and he does the vocals on the track genocidal command i mean yeah we had the opportunity to speak to him last year and he's a great guy uh, but were there any other vocalists that were considered for that track or any other guest appearances you all were looking at uh we have another guest that is eric from um flotsam and, flotsam jetsam. and jetsam yeah exactly yeah. and 
but I think these two these two singers are perfect for the style we are doing for what we are doing in Nervosa because Schmier uh, with the structure is a huge inspiration for us I have to say and also Flotsam and Jetsam um, I mean they are perfect and they manage uh, even though their voice is so different from the voice of Diva Mm-hmm. All together, they managed to to came out with a with really strong songs. So I don't think there was someone better than the, these two guests in the album. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Now, while watching the documentary, I spotted I think something that I need to talk to you about. When oh, all of you were crossing off the songs from the track list. Yes. I noticed that there were 15 songs that were tracked. <laughs> just 13. So, Mia, where are the missing two songs? Ah, <laughs> this is a surprise for you. I cannot talk about it. <laughs> Future release. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll wait for them. As long as we don't have to buy like the Japanese import, you know, because they always have <laughs> the extra special price edition. Or like one year later, buy like the extra DVD <laughs> remastered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, you know, we've talked quite a bit about the album. We'd like to play a song from uh, Perpetual Chaos now. Which one should we play and why? <sighs> Do you want to know what's my favorite? Yes, sure. <laughs> My favorite, and uh, it's it's the the first song I recorded is uh, "Rebel Soul." Okay. And it's really motorhead style. I really felt like Lemmy when I was playing it, and I promised to Prika and all the girls that when we will play live, that will happen uh, soon. I hope I will. Put on my hat, my Lemmy hat, and I will play with this Lemmy hat. <laughs> I promise. I really like this song. And okay. the second one, I think, Under Ruins. Did you see the video? Yep. Ah, wow. So proud of this video. We were like waiting for this day, and we are so happy.
All right, Mia, let's talk about the bass and how you play it. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that you had to change up your style a little bit for this album, right? Because yes. this is the first thrash album you've been a part of? Yes. Yes? Yeah. So can you help us understand some of the nuances of the changes you had to make in your style? Uh, honestly, um, the thing is... Uh... There's a little bit of difference in structures of the songs uh, when it's related to thrash metal. And the thing is that um, the timing is different because I come from black metal, so there was no problem for me because uh, I'm used to play with plectrum. Mm -hmm. And this is, for example, a huge difference from uh, Fernanda, the previous bassist, uh, she was playing with fingers, for example. So the bass was with a complete different sound that in my opinion, she is a million times better than me, technically talking, because if I have to play with fingers, I, I, I am a, a sissy, you know, I am, I'm, I don't know, I'm not able to do what Fernanda was doing. She, but uh, I think that when it's related to the speed of of what you are doing, plectrum is the peak is is uh, something really good, and it sometimes it uh, make uh, the notes be more audible in the yeah. album. And in my case, I never considered uh, bass, uh, like, uh, the bass is doing some kind of, uh, contest with the guitar. I think guitar has to be the main instrument and then, you know, the bass has to fill the gaps, you know, with the sound, the heavy sound, the deep sound of, of the instrument. I always, um, thought like this in music. So, uh, it's not really different. I, I didn't have to change a lot of my style. I also only had to... Um, my main uh, thing when I started to play the songs of Nervosa was that I had to play with a different timing. You know, that's the only thing I did really different because the sound was almost uh, the same I used for Abat, for example. And almost the same whether whether I, uh, uh, that I was using with a Hellhammer or, you know, I never changed my bass sound sound so much. Of course, when I'm playing with Kirlian Camera that is doing new wave is another thing. Of course, I'm playing with a clean bass and a five string bass, so it's another world, you know. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, why okay? So, personally, even I prefer playing with a pick rather than, and I'm a huge sissy playing with my hands, uh-huh. uh, same as you. Uh, <laughs> why do you think bassists who prefer to play using plectrums or a pick, why do you think we get such a bad rep when compared to our finger loving counterparts? I have no idea. Actually, songs sound so much more attackish, exactly. Exactly. I think it really depends on what you are used to do. I mean, I, I learned to play bass with plectrum, with peak. So for me, playing with fingers is some kind of having a limit on, on speed. So 
Uh, of course, if I hear someone that is playing with fingers, it will say he will say or she will say that it's it's a limit to play with pig because I don't know the, it, it is losing some kind of I don't know uh, deepness of of the sound. I have no idea. You know there there are you know parts of uh, persons that have different ideas about it. But I honestly prefer to play with a with a pick right on yeah <laughs> okay so what what do you think is the role of bass in metal i mean does it play the same role for you know say black metal versus dark wave or even thrash metal no i don't think i don't i think that in music in general there are no rules and this is what makes something special because if you are always following the rules, you will never come out with something new or something special. The secret, in my opinion, is to break the rules and try to do something that is unusual for the, the genre. That's my opinion. All right. Anarchy. Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So uh, when you when we you know started our conversation and you found out that we were from India, uh, I'm very curious to know. You were very excited, so I'm very curious to know uh, what you remember from your time in India. I mean, you played uh, with Abad at the Bangalore Open Air. Uh, yes. Hopefully, we get to see Nervosa here. Yes, I hope so. I um, my my memories from Bangalore are really really clear I, I remember i have never seen your country and i fell in love with your country you are really an amazing people and all the warmth i felt when i was on stage it was incredible you have an incredible energy to to give to the musicians so the musician give back the energy to you and i remember uh, the extreme you you people were extreme polite with all of us, really respectful. Um, I mean, I really fell in love with, uh, with, with India and I can't wait to come back. And I remember, uh, I think in that concert in Bangalore, uh, I saw the best photo I have ever seen in my life. There was a guy on a wheelchair and all the, um, the people in the crowd took the, the, the wheelchair and, and take this guy up to see the concert. There's a photo of it. And I, I, I was all, almost crying when I, was, I saw this photo. This guy on the wheelchair with all the people that were making him looking yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the stage. Come on. This is, this is amazing. Man, I have goosebumps now that I'm thinking about this again. Yeah, I have only positive memories about your country and you people. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad yes. to hear that. Yes. Yeah, but eventually when all this shit passes over, oh, I see. you're more than welcome back. Oh, yeah. yes, thank you. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I don't know, but uh, is it okay for us to talk a little bit about Nirith? Yes, Nirith of course. Alive, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so any updates on on what you guys are up to at Nerith? And I really okay. want to know, will Nerith ever cover Big Bottom by Spinal Tap, considering it's three bassists <laughs> together? 
<laughs> yes, there will be three basses and one drum. This is the only different instrument admitted on the lineup <laughs> because there was there will be no guitars. Um, of course, uh, she happened also with Nirit uh, one one year ago uh, because the same person was involved. Uh, mm -hmm. I will not go further with this, but uh, so I had to to start everything again from scratch. I mean, I had to re-record everything, uh, which I did because uh, these were my songs, basically uh, talking about uh, the music. So there was no difficulties for me because I had something like 30 or more songs ready. And uh, I did it again from scratch. So. It's only question now. Uh, it's only um, we only have to wait uh, for the label to to release this this work, and it will be an, uh, an astonishing work because it's talking about Nirit, that is a female goddess, uh, and it's really a, a female-oriented um, project. So it will talk about many, many stuff that are, uh, I am really sensitive about. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to show to people what a bass can do. Exactly. Because there's a lot of psychedelic stuff in it. And you will not believe that these sounds came out from a bass. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for that too. Okay. <laughs> Final question. Uh, and this is something I've been aching to ask. How many times do people quote Pulp Fiction dialogues to you? <laughs> <laughs> Too many, but I really love this movie, so it's never enough. <laughs> do you guys break out into that cat dance too? Oh, yes, of course. We did a, we did a lot of time. And with Nervosa, with Nervosa, we did this, and we also played... You know, we also dance with Lady Gaga and Madonna. This is something that nobody should know, but yeah, I say it. <laughs> Fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, thank you so much for this lovely Thanks chat. to you. Thanks to you. And we all could really use it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Peter, have you watched Pulp Fiction? No. And I know everyone who's listening is going to be like, what? But I'm not a big movie buff, so that's it. <laughs> well, that's one of the rare movies that metalheads seem to enjoy. So here is the question for all of you. If you're a metalhead and that you are, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Which movies do you like to watch? And Peter, do you want to do a movie watch along on Horns Up? Yeah, that would be actually fun. But hey, not Detroit Rock City. Huh? <laughs> Fuck, that movie is awesome. Maybe that, or maybe we can do Spinal Tap. Those are the basics. Or maybe let's try and get Sam done and we'll talk Metal A Headbanger's Journey because it's what, 10 years old now? Yeah, I feel old, but yeah, it is almost 10 years now. And no, sorry, it's 15. It's going to be 15 years. Fuck, 15 years. So it marks yeah. an anniversary Global kind of a year, Global will be right? about 10 years. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. an idea. Yeah. yeah, that's an idea. Those kind of ideas only come to mind when uh, two people are sitting across each other physically and not over Zoom. 
I agree. I agree. So I'm glad we're doing this in person again. Uh, hopefully, 2021 we do more such episodes, and uh, maybe sometimes with guests. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's hope. Anyways, you know where to reach out to us is the same old drill, honsupport.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at honsupport. I am at Asmohani. I'm at Trend Crusher. This is Honsup. Honsup, guys. <laughs>